All right, good day everybody. Rob Mazak here. I am a psychic medium, and uh, those of you that follow me or have heard me speak before, I normally talk about um, things that are more f metaphysical and spiritually aligned and related. But but recently, I, I I just there's too many outstanding things happening around us in our world that just it's hard to not talk about them, you know, and and. Not to dwell on them, but it just seems like there's a lot of really obvious, for lack of a better word, plays, scripts being run that just seem just to stand out like a sore thumb. And and I just wanted to talk about uh, some of that this morning. This is morning for me, but wherever you are, uh, good day to you. And so what I wanted to really touch on is this whole advent of unidentified objects in the skies around the United States and Canada. And even China is recently reported something similar, or at least I saw a story about it. And, you know, I'll begin this talk by saying there's nothing that I'm talking about that I can prove. And my, my idea and my goal here is not to prove anything but simply to talk about some of the ideas about how I feel about these things and what's going on in my research and my experience over the years and just you know kind of give you food for thought hopefully to get you thinking that you know outside the box a little bit because you know I tell you what I personally don't feel like the powers that be whoever they may be we could argue about that or discuss that for a long period of time, but it doesn't really matter. I don't. I think it's the hidden hand that we don't know much about, or or who they are, and that's okay. We're not going to dwell on that today. But we're going to run on the assumption that there are hidden powers behind the scenes that really want to change the dynamic of this place we call home. You know, whether you call it Earth, whether you call it round, flat, matrix, it doesn't matter. It's still home. And this is where we reside. This is where our five senses realize that we exist. And so this is where we exist. Anyway, over the last, I think, seven or eight days, there has been just a wide expanse of reporting about unidentified objects in our skies that uh, have been reportedly flying or moving, if you will, at anywhere between 20,000 feet and 40,000 feet of altitude. And so the, the problem with those particular altitudes, with anything that's not being controlled or, or monitored per se by the Federal Aviation Administration is that this is where generally our commercial air traffic flies between normally between 30 and 40,000 feet but 20,000 feet yeah whoo that gets into some of the lighter aircraft and you know corporate aircraft if you will so anyway they are they are being reported in, in um, areas or spaces of our skies that are not necessarily safe places for them to be 
Now, if these things were up in over 60,000 feet where nobody owns the sky per se there, anything over 60,000 feet can do whatever, go wherever they want. And so, you know, it would be very difficult to accidentally run into something up there because there's, you know, I don't think there's a lot of aircraft that can fly that high. There's a couple, I think, the U-2 spy plane and the SR-71 and, you know, just as examples, a couple of, couple of different examples for you but the thing is that when these things start showing up in the skies it does become important and so I'm not downgrading any importance here but what I want to do is kind of point out some some trends and some things that that I've been looking at over the years and kind of how I think the play is being rolled out or the, the play Did I say that right it's like a play if you would, right? And so somebody has written the script and, and, and it seems to be rolling out. Now, I don't, I don't know, I could be wrong. Been wrong before. However, so the first particular one that was brought forward for us to uh, view and, and, and have a little fun with, if you will, is what they're considering to be a Chinese spy balloon. Now, it could be from China. Uh, I don't know, right? Um, China's kind of it's kind of hard to tell with some of the remarks that are being published from China, whether they're admitting that they have these things or this was theirs, or if they're if they're just kind of bantering. I'm not sure, but you know, it wouldn't surprise me if if all the countries don't have some type of spying up there in our skies. I mean. Where else do we get our information? Where else do we get GPS? Where else do we get all these things, right? It has to come from above. And so it's not really a surprise. And, you know, it's funny when when everybody's like, oh, my gosh, they were over, they were over our nuclear sites. I'm like, come on now. I can go on Google Maps today, right now, and I can find at least most of the nuclear sites are published. Coordinates, everything, right? And so I don't think it's all that secret, to be honest. Now, I could understand the government's, the government's wanting to be concerned about possible electronic interruption or interference or otherwise in the area of our nuclear armament. I get that. We, we wouldn't want somebody to accidentally figure out a way or on purpose figure out a way to light them bad boys up or to uh, disable them, I think is the biggest concern. However, there there is some, some interesting information I've read over many years. Uh, I, I have been a globe, globe model guy for most of my life, and then for some reason I finally kind of caught on to the flat earth a little bit and started looking at that. I'm not saying that either one are, are correct you know, I don't know which one. I, I, I couldn't tell you what our reality really is because I can't go up in the sky, look down, and, and, and tell you what it is. And so until I could do that, I really can't I can't validate which one is real. But in the flat earth model, the idea is that, you know, obviously we're, we're not a globe and that, that we are in some type of enclosed system and that there's really no... Uh, no space per se as we 
or as it's put out. And, you know, I'm not saying there isn't. I'm just saying I'm talking about the normal flat earth model. And in that model, it's more like we're, you know, like uh, there's water on the other side of a crystalline dome. Okay. So I know that sounds crazy. And, you know, I don't know. Who knows, right? But if that's actually true, I mean, that would be, that that, that would make these uh, balloons, these so-called satellite balloons make a little more sense. So if we're seeing things from above somehow, some way, and we can't actually go anywhere, and we can't actually go into low Earth orbit, how are we getting these particular pictures? Well, these balloons would make a lot of sense, right? And so... I wonder sometimes if maybe we just managed to capture one of those and they're kind of putting the truth out there in plain sight without telling us it's the truth. Now, I don't know. I mean, that'd be interesting to, to really one day to figure out what this is, right? But anyway, and then, you know, the, the other thing that seemed odd was that they wouldn't shoot it down right away and... It, maybe they're trying to figure out if it's ours or somebody else's or, or some secret group or, or I don't know. Maybe they wanted to do a little more research before they shot it down. But I also imagine that they wouldn't want to take that kind of balloon down in an area where people could possibly get a hold of the technology or whatever is on this balloon before, you know, appropriate agencies are able to get their hands on them and see what it's all about. So it will be interesting to see what kind of storyline comes out of what they say they're finding. I don't know. Uh, it's hard for me to believe anything anymore, especially with the advent of AI and, um, you know, all this disinformation this, this that's out there. It's really hard to weed through the truth. But when they present it like this, or it is presented, I should say, it's difficult to look the other way and go, eh, it's just a balloon and probably the Chinese. Well, maybe. It could be. I'm not saying it's not. But but then it, it just continued, you know, and it, it just, you know, now all of a sudden, now all of a sudden they're finding all these unidentified things all over the place, right? People are, are putting up their pictures and videos and, and it's just, you know, I, I think it's always been there, but people haven't really paid much attention to it. I think people are feeling more safe to do it now because it's not so crazy anymore. There are things in the skies, apparently, right? And so over the weekend, they had uh, two different unidentified objects uh, over Alaska and over northern Canada, over there where they kind of meet uh, on the west coast of Canada and the east coast of Alaska. And, you know, what I find interesting is these two things here and the supposed Chinese balloon did manage to find themselves or at least flew over and around areas of nuclear sites. Because in, in Alaska, there's Fort Greeley, I believe. I looked it up the other day. Like I said, you can find just about anything you want. And, you know, there there are from my understanding, at least on the internet, that there are nuclear armaments and missiles there. Now, it, you know, I guess that makes sense, but, but once again, these two things, both of these things, one, uh, 
they were both shot down in areas that are very difficult to salvage any wreckage, which if you look at it from a conspiracy theorist, quote unquote, eyes, it makes perfect sense to shoot it down out there because Lord knows you may never you may never recover it. So, you know, whether they actually shot anything down or not, uh, you know, it's going to be a long time before any relevant pieces will ever be found if they're found. Right. You know, in some ways, that seems kind of convenient, right? Once again, these are my opinions. These are my opinions only. And so just just kind of rambling. And and then when I was watching a, a fella, I think it's Agenda Free TV. He's really good at reporting things, and he's really he's very careful about what he shares and tries to validate his information. And while he was covering the taking down of those UFOs, uh, over Canada and Alaska, there was this random um, activity over north, northern Montana, I think, over the near the town of Haver, H-A-V-R-E, and and it was the exact same same sequence as happened in these other places where they they they, they quickly cordoned off a sixty by sixty, approximately sixty by sixty square foot uh, square mile area where is deemed a no-fly zone for, you know, interest of Department of Defense, national interest, right? And so he popped over there real quick, and they they, 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 they claimed that there was a radar anomaly and that, and that it was a false alarm, and they went back to normal. But apparently what they're saying, I think yesterday, or was it today? Anyway, I think it was yesterday where uh, they... They they said that whatever this supposed object was, that it managed to find its way over uh, Lake Huron over near Michigan, and so once again they shot this thing down over water. Once again, hard to recover, right? And and so now it, it it's interesting. Now we're a little more trigger happy. Well, one of the things I, I did notice is that they're they really they're they don't want to seem to shoot it down at night, which I kind of get. But at the same time, with the technology we have now on our aircraft, I can't imagine that they can't figure out what it is that they're viewing. But I guess to err on the side of caution, I guess it does make sense. And so, um, but the thing that's interesting is uh, all of this stuff that's happening and the way they talk about what they think the shape and size and and characteristics of flight of are of these things it really lends people to believe that now all of a sudden we are being uh flooded with actual alien aircraft now if you listen to some really credible people such as dr stephen greer for example i think he's very credible but you know and, and others. He's just one that comes to mind right away. But about, from my understanding, 85 to 95% of what's in our skies is actually our own technology that we've partly uh, developed in, you know, back in the 40s and the 50s. And then, of course, it was sped along when we were able to go through and uh, analyze some of the downed, actual downed alien aircraft that have 
managed to find our find its way to the surface of the earth in a crash or in 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 line with Dr. Stephen Greer that, that we're able to actually now detect and take down aircraft with scalar weapons and some things like that. I think he mentions, you know, that's his claim is that's what happened in the Roswell. And so uh, according to him also, alien aircraft don't materialize any longer or very often because they know that 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 kind of thing can happen and so you know that so that makes me if those are true i'm not saying they're not that they are true but if they are then that would that would really lend more credence to what the heck it is is it that we are shooting down what is it that we're that we're doing right and if you listen to i think dr greer mentions it but a lot of other top-end researchers that look at um, you have ufology and follow, you know, ancient, ancient history and things like that. Have I've heard it over and over and over over the last probably ten years that the big Kahuna game that's going to be played, if you will, is a fake alien invasion with our own aircraft, and and there there may be some type of. Um, alien beings if you will or something that uh, represents themselves but anyway some type of fake alien invasion so that it it kind of speeds along the the uh the need for and a desire for and the ultimate uh closing in on the new world order if you will one central government to combat an external force we all must come together and, and fight as one. And, you know, I, as soon as this stuff started happening, that's what really came back into my head. Now, once again, I can't prove any of these things. And it's difficult to, 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 to um, take you anywhere or show you anything that I could, you know, really bring this to light and say, yep, look, see, this is actually true. But it makes a lot of sense. I mean... They've been talking randomly about this over a lot of years. I mean, President Reagan addressed um, the, the um, I think it was a NATO briefing. You can find it. But he talked about that, you know, us uniting as one and put our differences away when, when alien or external forces uh, threaten us. And so this is not a new topic at all. And so I, I'm not saying I don't believe in, in alien beings or other beings because it'd be a far stretch to me if our universe is what it, it is told to us to be, as big as it is, and in as many stars and planets and other things that are out there that we are being told are out there. That would be a really big waste of space. It just seems far-fetched to believe that we just showed up one day and just some kind of accident here we are well this complex reality and bodies that we inhabit but anyway and, and so i have i've had some interactions with off-world beings if you will not with them standing in front of me and you know shaking my hand not that way but in a lot of my my conscious and subconscious and meditation travels 
that I've been able to to do and see other things that I've been able to validate. And so after a lot of validation doing that, and then you happen to manage to find yourself conversing with beings other places, it really helps, it, you know, kind of makes it feel valid. Now, I'm not saying it is. Maybe it's, you know, who knows? It could be all kind of things. It could be my 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 wild imagination. Who knows? But anyway, uh, it is interesting to to uh, to see all this unfolding, and it really, in a lot of ways, it. I I know I really feel like I know that it's coming, and uh, and and I think it's been written, and I think it's been scripted over a long period of time, and and I, I and I get it, you know. It, it's difficult to manage this, you know, billions and billions of people and in some kind of order, you know, without, with all these, you know, different types of religions and governments. And, you know, you know, if, if I were running a planet like this, I would imagine I would want to have a central control of some sort. You know, I'm not running the planet, obviously, but you know, if that's really what's going on, then I, I, I get it. But at the same time, you know, I don't understand why can't, they just can't come out and tell us. It just it doesn't make any sense. If if there really are other beings out there and they are interacting with us, which I do believe they are. I mean, there's a lot of you can you can find lots and lots of information about that. Uh, and you can look back at um, for example, uh, carved in rock is all kinds of representations of beings in, in spacesuits and, and flying machines, you know, carved in rock all over the world that basically look the same. So, I, you know, you know, if we're talking, you know, back in, you know, like almost Stone Age days in a lot of cases here, you know, we didn't have the Internet. You know, somebody in Australia couldn't come over here and say, hey, check out this picture, and then we could reproduce it and make it look like it happened here. Well, that they didn't have that back then. So where does this come from? You know, I, so anyway, once again, not here to prove anything. I just think that there's some very, very interesting things going on, very interesting things happening, and I think we should keep our head on a swivel. Not necessarily dwell on it, as I've mentioned before, but... But pay attention, and in, in, in once again, in my my eyes, I don't want to be the, I don't want to be the one that that is the last to know when something happens in our in our environment in our world. I would at least like to be prepared for what's happening, so that I, you know, at least in my mind, I can I can be a little more settled about it, right? And so, can we do anything about this? Well, I'm sure we could, if if we could find enough people to unite. You know, uh, I was I was watching um, uh, videos by some really high-end uh, uh, metaphysical type um, practitioners and teachers, and they said something interesting. And, and I, I think they've done the science. It sounds like is that you know, if one one person one person's positive energy, consistent positive energy, can actually affect up to seven hundred and fifty thousand other people positively. And, and I think in their numbers, they said, you know, if, if only 10,000 of us were to were to resonate at that level, we could completely change the energy of this planet. You know, but it, 
it, it sounds like a big number, but if you're comparing it to almost 10 billion people, it's not very much. But to get anybody to agree is difficult. And so no, I'm never going to give up, but, you know, it, it's something I think we should really look at. And so anyway, I just want to kind of throw some ideas out there and uh, pay attention to our skies. And it wouldn't surprise me if uh, very soon they're going to uh, announce that that there's very credible evidence that these are alien beings from off-world that are invading our skies when I, I, I highly doubt that's actually the truth. Because I can tell you, if there's a highly advanced civilization out there, you know, they wouldn't need to creep around and, 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 uh, and hide themselves. You know, if, if they wanted us gone, uh, that wouldn't be difficult. You know, if they're that advanced that they can, you know, travel, you know, light years in a short period of time, they certainly shouldn't be scared of us, right? And, you know, and, and hide in the closet. So, I don't know. So anyway, those are some thoughts. And, you know, just something to chew on and think about. Pay attention, guys. And remember to always really work from within. And, you know, all these things that are happening without us is interesting to watch, uh, disturbing to watch sometimes. Uh, and, and, and it's crazy to watch the play happen that I've, I've researched all these years. All these people have talked about, and here it is, seems to be happening. But we can, at this time, at least at this time, we can control what happens within us. And this is where our, our real energy should happen, you know. And so uh, although we're paying attention, we got to live in this reality we still have a reality that's within that needs our attention and our nurturing. And so I encourage you to really work on yourselves, work on your families, you know, work on, 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 on positive energy and really ascending your consciousness and connecting with that beautiful spiritual realm or whatever you call it outside of us and, you know, change the world. One, one, you know, one person at a time, one person at a time. Anyway, I shall digress. Stay strong, live your life. Namaste, we'll talk to you later.